This hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto. Online at CarX.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Coming into this season, I've said Kopek is a cipher. You don't know what he's going to be as a starter. And I wouldn't say that through six weeks of baseball that we completely know what he's going to be, but I do think that he's given us a glimpse of what he could be. The issue with Kopech, he had struggled getting out of innings, that there would be these bad innings that he would have. It's great to see him so far live up to what are super high expectations and probably unfair expectations for Michael Kopech. And he's so far lived up to him. I can't wait to see his next start. He should start against the Yankees, right? I would probably start Cease tomorrow if I were them. Make me a bicycle clown. And apparently the White Sox and I agree on something, which is a good way to start out a series. Ray, nice job! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. A lot of people advocating for making bacon on the grill. I got no problem with that. I appreciate the the interest in the segment. Someone said, your food segment is as good as Dean Richards. No. No one's food segment is as good as Dean Richards. You know why? Because Dean is actually out here cooking for people. So... Don't get it twisted. I'm just someone who enjoys food. I'm not that great at cooking it. But I appreciate your support. We are going to talk with Joe Ostrowski today at 1240. I'm looking forward to that. We are going to talk with Steven Nelson. He's going to be on the show. Cubs with a really good few days in San Diego. That's fun and exciting. So how about we talk a little bit about that and preview the White Sox series against the Yankees and Talk about that vibe that was going on last night with both of the NBA games. And I got a treat for you since it's Thursday. I've decided that Thursday is going to be the day that you all get a treat. Back after this on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Station. It's time for the Cubs Minute. Chicago Cubs baseball is on the air. Fly the W! Wrigleyville fans are awesome. Great food. It's, you know, it's tough to beat. Cubbies. The Cubs Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. It's the third and final game of this series between the Chicago Cubs and the San Diego Padres. Sixth inning, Cubs lead 5-2. This ball is bounced to the left side and through into left field. It's a one-out single. A little lack of communication between Vargas and VR. I thought really that it was a play for the shortstop Vargas on the angle, but he backed away and let VR, who was going to have to make a backhanded play, that just didn't make sense. Here's a pop fly, good pitch. The breaking ball had the batter off balance. The fly ball into shallow left. Coming in and dropping the ball is Hap, and everybody is safe. Hap got a late jump. 
Vargas went out, Hap called it. Then Hap had to come racing in. He tried to slide and make the catch and could not make the play. So back-to-back -back plays, the Cubs defense should have made plays and failed to get the job done. And all of a sudden, the Padres are in business with two men on and one away. The 1-1, bouncing ball slowly hits a second. They will throw to second base and not in time there. Vargas tried to throw to VR covering second. Safe the call by the umpire Dan Iasonia. The Cub defense is self-destructing in this sixth inning. And the one-two. A swing and a bouncer foul. Right side will do it again. And now, have they called catcher's yep. interference? Catcher's interference on Contreras. A run will score. Everyone moves up 90. This ball is hit in the air. Deep left center. Hayward going back to the left center field fence. That's a home run. Eric Hosmer, a home run to left center, and now it's a one-run ball game. And the pitch. Swing and a high drive to deep left field. This is trouble. Back is half to the wall. Home run. Luke Voigt with his second homer of the day. The pitch. A swing and a ground ball, base hit up the middle. One run is in, half around third, heading home. He will score. Two runs, single Alfonso Rivas. Cubs lead seven to five. The Chicago Cubs have beaten the San Diego Padres by a score of seven to five. And the Cubs win the series. How about that? Highlights courtesy of the score, Pat and Ron on the call. The Cubs with a series win against San Diego. There's some news and notes inside of their series win, too. It's great for Frank Schwindel. Had a nice day yesterday. And remember, Frank Schwindel had been sent down, but because they had an injury and they had an open roster spot, he got himself on a plane and apparently flew in the middle seat and Got himself out to San Diego to meet the team, and he joined the team, and he came up with a big hit in yesterday's game. Had a a ball that he barreled up that felt like it should have gone out and ended up dying on the track. But I'm glad that he is at least getting this opportunity in, in a strange way and didn't actually have to go to Iowa and has been able to help the Cubs over the last three days. So they win the series in San Diego. Next, they go to Arizona. They'll play out in the desert this weekend. Arizona's been better than you would think. It's crazy. The NL West, every team, right? Yeah, every team in the NL West is above 500. You've got the Dodgers at 20 and 9, San Diego at 20 and 12, after the Cubs put a couple losses on them. The Giants are 19 and 12. Arizona is 17 and 15, and the Rockies are 16 and 15. The best part for the Cubs is this is what you would consider a fairly soft two weeks of their schedule. If you are looking for hope when you're looking at the Cubs, this is what you would need. First, they played well in San Diego. Even the game that they lost, they, they lost by a run so that they've played well. You had that great performance from Hendricks. Then a game that looked like they had a chance to win at the end, and they didn't. And then yesterday's game where they gave up a lead and then got the win. 
It could have broken their back. That sixth inning, Ray said it during the break. It's very reminiscent of the White Sox ninth inning a couple nights ago. But they played over it, got a couple of runs, saved the game. On There were a couple hard hit balls in, in the ninth inning. Luke Voigt, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, Luke Voigt was doing the Stone Cold in the dugout with the water. He got a couple of, of water bottles after he hit his first home run, and then he clanked them together and did his salute to Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is good. What? What? So good for Luke Voigt. I'm glad the Cubs ended up winning the series. It's a good thing. Some news and notes from that series. Nico Horner, if you didn't hear, left the game with a sprained ankle. How did he get that sprained ankle? Well, he was running for a ball and ran into Dan Iasonia, the umpire. And he twisted his ankle and he had to leave the game. This from Megan Montemuro, who covers the Cubs for the Tribune. Via pool reporter, Iasonia said his collision with Horner was the first time that occurred in the outfield during his career. Iasonia's assignment as a second base umpire requires him to go out toward the fly ball so he can determine whether it's catch, home run, or anything in between. He spoke with Ross to see how Horner was doing and plan to check on him after the game. Iasonia hopes Horner won't land on the injured list because of the play. Quote, I'm always trying to do the same thing. I'm seeing the ball and trying to pick up the fielder. When I made my initial look, I didn't see anybody. I thought I had an open road, and then we backed into each other. I didn't know who it was or what happened until I looked down and saw it was him. The word on Horner is that he's got some swelling in that ankle, and Ross says that he's going to give him a couple of days off. Seiya Suzuki has had a couple of days off. By the way, I don't know if you've been paying attention because the Cubs have been mostly bad this season. Wilson Contreras is having a great start to his season. Slash line on Willie. He did give up a catcher's interference yesterday, but on the offensive side, Willie is going 304, 413, 935. You got a 935 OPS so far this season. He was big with the bat in this series. Had a nice start off to the season. Alfonso Rivas also with a nice start to the season. So maybe in this stretch, and I, I didn't give it to you, so the stretch is they go to Arizona and they play the Diamondbacks. Three-game series. Then Pirates, D-backs at home for the next seven. Then at Reds before you get to at White Sox for that strange two-game series. And then Memorial Day starting a series with Milwaukee. So if the Cubs are going to do something, they should probably do it now. Now be a good time. And this, these three games in San Diego was a really, really good start. Here's hoping that they can stay away from some of these injuries. Like they're, they're getting some freak injury type stuff. Here's hoping that they can stay away from it and be competitive the rest of the month of June. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Joe Ostrowski is going to join me. I want to talk sports betting with him. Here's what's on the docket for me. The NFL schedule comes out today. Some of it is leaked out all throughout the week. Harkins is on Twitter telling you when the games are going to be. I want to know if 
the actual schedule affects how people bet. So I'm going to talk with Joe about that. I want to ask him about how crazy the NBA was last night and like live betting the the Memphis Golden State game. Was anyone brave enough at halftime to be like, you know what? Memphis minus 40. I don't know if anyone was, but if they were, they may have gotten paid. So I'm going to talk with Joe about all of that and ask him some questions about mustaches by Cracky. Back after this on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Joe Ostrowski, host of BetQL Daily. When early odds is on the air on Saturdays, there are a lot of people that tune out. They don't want to hear sports betting. But when you really break it down, it's just sports talk. The best gambling analyst in the country. Want to bet? I'm Jordan with the mic. Want to gamble? When I reach out to people that have models or some odds makers, what maybe once upon a time it was three points for home field, Right now, and most people aren't aware of this, it's one and a half to two points. Joe Ostrowski on the Lawrence Holmes Show, right damn now. That's right. Joe joins us courtesy of Points Bet, and we appreciate that. He is the host of BetQL Daily. He is the host of Early Odds. He is a baseball manager of his son's team. He joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. On my walks the last few mornings, with the weather being nice, I haven't gone to the gym. So I've been walking around Hyde Park, getting in some sun, some heat, trying to get a good sweat going. You know, go go four miles or so around the neighborhood, and I listen to Beck QL Daily for a big chunk of that. And it's been interesting. Listening to to the Joes and Aaron talk about all sorts of things. Uh, a couple things I I want to ask you, and and all I right. realize as long as I've known you, which is God, what twenty years, I, I I hadn't thought about this until it was brought up on the show today. Have you ever grown out a beard? No, I hate facial hair, and I get lazy at times. And I'm not a uh, I'm not going to have the five o'clock shadow. I'm I've never been that guy. You know that. I shave maybe a couple times a week, and I was annoyed that I had to shave this morning. But, no, <laughs> I never have. I, and I, usually it's brought attention, brought to my attention by the wife. It's like, hey, shave right now. Oh, no, so, I, she, so she's like, hey, that's enough of all that's, of that. That's, that's, yeah, it's getting a little little ridiculous. But, you know, busy times during the week, you know, stuff going on evening, morning, all day. Um, but, yeah, no, I've never, I've never had a beard. And... <laughs> Isn't it hard to say beard or hear it without <laughs> automatically going to that? Yes. <laughs> Even after all these years. I, and and I, I love that there are some people like, I don't know what, what's happening right now. Good. And it's not for you. Yeah. It's, it's for the people who understand what it's all about. But yes, I, I thought that was an interesting conversation you guys were having. And I enjoyed you trying to bring sense to it saying, it's very simple. <laughs> I could see you like getting frustrated. Like I couldn't see you because I, you know, I was you're listening. Yeah, I was just listening. But I could see you in my mind, be like, "Look, here's the deal. If you have a beard, 
you have a beard, and then you also might have a mustache. It's that simple. Like, why are we making things more complicated? And Gabe Kapler went on and on about this yesterday, and that's why we ended up talking about it, because that audio surfaced, and people are, like, doing the hot dog sandwich thing, and Gabe Kapler started that again, which I just can't stand. It's like, it's not hard. It's not hard. If you have a beard, you have a beard. You can't say, oh, I have a mustache because you technically do. No, it, you have handlebar or you have mustache or you have beard or you have Orton, whatever. It's We know. Just make things simple. Why, why do we need to complicate things? It's so I, I missed out on the there was a conversation about urinal talk. I don't. I mean, it's just things get things get weird. Things get weird during the show when you're just talking sports betting for a few hours and you're talking about your daily life. I was here's what it was. I I did my typical complaining about Trader Joe's because when you go to Trader Joe's, you can't just check out. Like I've got to have this annoying back and forth for what? Do we need to comment on everything I purchase and and how I like it? Yes, I'm buying it. Of course, I like it. I, I wouldn't be purchasing this if I didn't like it. Take your Hawaiian shirt and shut up. Like, do we have to do this? Like, out of nowhere. Hey, I saw Garth Brooks at Notre Dame Stadium on Saturday. Okay. Like to go. Can we brown bag it and let's get going here? This All is right? the most Joe thing ever. Can but it's the every nice time. person at the Trader Joe's wants to have a conversation. No. No. It's your See, store. That's it's garbage. your store, no. Joe. No, and that's... there it is. <laughs> and they sell the cereal. Joe O's. Like, yeah, I love that. But no. You're saying it's the nice person. Maybe they are a nice person, but I'm convinced that they have a list of talking points that they walk in with every day because their boss tells them <laughs> that they have to do this idle chit-chat. Right? So it started there, and uh, what else? He, he went out. Of course, the weather had to come up because you, you can't talk to a human right now and not talk about the weather right now. So that happened, and then I, and then I got into the conversation about public urinals. The people that think... Just because, well, for one, don't pull up next to me if there's another one available. But exactly. That's that's one issue. But we don't need to talk, and you don't need to exhale so loudly. We we talked about that for, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I could stare at the wall. I could stare at the wall for these 30 seconds, and we can be fine. Like, that's why I love the lady that does my hair. Like, I see all the other... Uh, Girls with two hair in there, and they feel like they have to force these conversations. Like, we can talk for a couple minutes in the beginning, but if you want to concentrate on your job, I'm totally cool with that. We can just chill out. We don't need to talk. A Fine. texter is backing you on this, Joe. This Thank texter you. says, yes, I have faked a phone call at Trader Joe's <laughs> so that they won't talk to me during checkout. I get so mad when I forget my headphones. Oh my god! The AirPods. I I enjoy I enjoy I I got some mez call from Trader Joe's and I was talking with the the young lady who was checking me out. It was a wonderful conversation. But um, that do we need to do it every time. Probably for, not. No, you're you're right. I feel like I've now eaten up most of this segment <laughs> with Joe being Joe, which is good. Like this Sorry. is part of the reason that we bring him on. Beck UL Daily. You check it out. You learn a lot of things. I I feel robbed by Cleveland Joe. Because oh. I was right there with you on the Tim Anderson props yesterday. Wasn't it the most perfect Tim Anderson spot ever? He's blocking score people on Twitter. People are saying bench him. It, it, it was awesome. Like Savali's on the bump, giving up four homers 
Uh, yeah, yeah. F- f- uh, excuse me, homer in four straight games. He's got awesome history against him. I'm like, just line him up. This is such a TA spot. It was a great number on the home run. I was looking at total bases, all sorts of stuff, and then the game was called. It was it was very disappointing. Did you bet? Did you live bet Memphis and Golden State last night, or did you see anyone? Who took like a big number on on Memphis once we got to halftime? I went to bed, man. I went to bed. I took that opportunity. I did not, but I I do know that you could have live bet that game. But if you're live betting it when uh, it was a 55 point game, you take the Golden State side, right? It got up to on the live line minus 45 and a half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I I didn't mess around with that when. You know, all the backups are coming in. You know it's going to be closer. It was a strange situation, a 39-point game when you could say, well, it wasn't that close, really. It really wasn't. <laughs> like, yeah. it, that game was over at halftime, and and everyone who was in that building knew that that game was over. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the other game was a fun nail-biter. Is Milwaukee the odds-on favorite to win this thing? Uh, no, they're not. And what, what's been happening is it, it keeps flipping and it's the Western Conference teams that keep flipping as the favorites to win the title. Right now, the Suns are the favorite at plus 200, and the Warriors are the second favorite at plus 300 over a points bet, and then the Bucks are there. And then we get we knock down a tier a little bit, down to the Heat, coming in at fourth. But uh, yeah, the Bucks are the favorite out of the East. They're just not the favorite to win the title. I mean, last night, there were so many unreal things I mean, what we saw out of Holiday in the final 10 seconds, you might not see that again because we haven't in a playoff spot like that, a block and a steal in the final 10 seconds. The Celtics shot 51% for the game, and they lost at home in the playoffs. 51% and they lose. Why? Because they got killed on the glass. 13 more rebounds for the Milwaukee Bucks. You get all those extra opportunities. The the, the Bobby Portis double-double thing was not just against the Bulls. He's been on fire, man, and he had 14 and 15 last night. And, and every, he's not going to win the award. We know that. But every time we see Giannis, I don't know about you, Lawrence, but I walk away saying that's the best player on the planet. He is. Every time. He's the, he's the best player in the NBA. He's, he's a menace. And it, what I thought was crazy is that last night, you, it was late into the second half before he got his first foul. Now, of course, his first foul was, was trucking someone. And then he picked up a couple more fouls for trucking people. But he he seems unstoppable. And him hitting that three, like late in the game, where you yeah. go, he's not supposed to do that. And Stan Van Gundy was talking during the broadcast. He's like, look, I know that he's the best player on the planet. That's a bad shot. Like, because of what he does around the basket, it's a bad shot. But he's remarkable. He's he, and, and it seems like he's unstoppable. But that game last night was just a hell of a lot of fun going mm-hmm. back and forth with those two teams. And I'm sure the betting world was going nuts yesterday. So in that series, what's interesting is now the Celtics are in double digits to win the title, obviously, because they're one game from elimination. They've got to win at Milwaukee. They are 10-1 to 1 to win the championship, the Celtics are. But in this series, three road wins, Lawrence. Split, split, and then we saw it again last night. Boston, Boston can go there and win. They've already done it in this series, and that could completely flip things. It, and it, another interesting aspect, while well, talking about Milwaukee-Boston, saying how there have been so many road wins in that series, 
It's been the complete opposite in the series going down tonight. Heat Sixers, Suns Mavs. In both of those series, the home team has won and covered in every game. That's a sample size of 10 games. So it's going to be fascinating tonight as uh, the Sixers are fighting for their playoff lives in the same situation for the Mavs. So uh, the home team's just trying to stay alive. Now, in, in those desperate spots, let's say a team down 0-2 going home. We saw that in a couple of spots. First quarter, first half, those teams come out on fire. So now Philadelphia, Dallas in those spots again. How are they going to look tonight early on? I know I know a lot of people are jumping on on those bets like taking Philadelphia minus one first quarter, first half, or taking Dallas as a short underdog at home first quarter, first half. Is Embiid still 25-and-a-half over-under? 25-and-a-half. He has not gone over that number in the series, but if you pay attention to NBA props, you know throughout the season he was above 30. So, yeah, that's there. Well, here's the one. So, you know, Joe Giglio is my co-host, so he's paying close attention to everything Sixers. Uh, A point that he brought up a few games ago that keeps on hitting is Joel Embiid, ever since all of these injuries have piled up, he's not taking threes anymore. So he keeps betting under a half a made three, and it's been hitting for a while now. Just, wow. Just a note for people, um, and, and bead under a half three, that's even money. And Finney Smith on Dallas, when they were at home in games three and four, incredible volume from beyond the arc. Eight of 12, four of 11. So then, of course, people jump on it on game five on the road, and he didn't hit enough threes. The numbers two and a half made threes tonight for Finney Smith. And in those two home games, he took 23. So it wouldn't surprise me if Finney Smith has a good game. All right. Well, Joe, I got like a minute left. Yep. Is there anything to bet once the schedule is actually released? In the yeah, NFL? as you roll your eyes. as you, I know I'm you. rolling my yes. eyes so hard right now. I can't wait for the three hours tonight. NFL Network against the NBA playoffs. The Stanley Cup playoffs, which will shock you. I am enjoying the heck out of Lawrence. You're betting overs in hockey. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You you give me winners in betting. I'm gonna love your sport no matter what. The over the scoring is not stopped in the NHL. It's crazy. But this is valuable. I, I know your point. Does it mean anything to fans? I don't like the leaks. I mean I'm anti leak. I'm out. Like, I just want to – no, it's fine. Just give, give me all the games, the schedule, and I'll look where we have advantages and disadvantages. You may remember last summer something we talked a good uh, bit about was the Bears and how they were facing all these teams coming off of bye. Yep. And that, that was not good. That, that really hurt them. Them in Washington, both of them just happen to have terrible seasons. Now, there are certain spots. If you're going to bet a win total over – and let's say uh, you like a team, let's say for some reason you like the Bears over seven, and you look and they have a terrible September, brutal. Why would you bet it before the season when you can probably get a better number after a slow start? There are examples like that. Are there going to be spots where a team has three consecutive road games? How much travel is your team doing? There are some things to take a look at. So um, for betters, it actually does matter, the layout of the schedule. And um, another point is, well, Tomorrow morning, we're going to have point spreads on every Bears game. So all the international games, they're already on the board. And after this comes out tonight, all the point spreads will be posted. Joe, as always, enjoyable. Thanks for the information, sir. Thank you, Lawrence. That is Joe Ostrowski. Listen listen to BetQL daily. They do some fun stuff. It's on the Odyssey app. And you can check out early odds Saturday morning with 
Joe. We're going to take a break. Our guy Steven Nelson is calling the Cubs game Friday night on Apple. We'll talk to him about that next here on The Score.